1: Never an easy topic, of course, to talk about, particularly with loved ones and family. But Baz Ashmawi and his mum, Nancy, of 50 Ways to to, uh, Kill Your Mammy fame, have set out to open up the conversation in a a new documentary on air tonight called Baz and Nancy's Last Orders. And Baz is with us on the programme today. Baz, of all the things you could talk about, why death?
2: You know what, um, it, uh, Nancy wanted to kind of have a conversation about organizing. I think it was organizing her will or going through stuff. And I kept kind of fobbing her off and joking and, and, and kind of not wanting to engage with her about it. And then she went to my partner, Tanya, and then Tanya said to me, listen, you need to have a conversation. So then when I started talking to her, I was like, we should make a doc about this. And the kind of producer in me thought, oh, this would be a great doc. It's, you know, opening up about... You know, is do you need to have that conversation with someone or can they just write it down and you don't ever have to have that morbid kind of conversation? And uh, the, the producer in me thought it'd be a great documentary and then the reality of making it was um wasn't as nice, you know, to the honest picture. Yes. It was um it was really raw and it was very personal and uh, difficult to make. But I, I it's a it's a great doc my mum is brilliant in it. It does um, pose a lot of questions you know um, but personally I found it quite upsetting really to Absolutely.
1: make it you know do you know what Baz before we go any further we might just give listeners um, a little bit of an insight into what they can expect tonight
2: I walk in here and straight away I see like a bright yellow coffin I think that's me so for someone like my mum who's probably not as loud mm. but still wants to put ownership what other options would she so, have you know? we have a thing called Somerset Willow. No. oh
1: and these are really beautiful things. You can get them in any look color. At that. Look at
2: this. This it's love. Do you like that? If she had a pink wicker kind of coffin, maybe she'd like that. You know, maybe you make it a little bit her. You just put little sprinkles of that person there.
0: Look at the amount of effort that goes into a yes. wedding. Yeah. You know, people need to put the same amount of effort into their funeral. Yeah. I kind mm-hmm. of thought this place was. Funky
2: caskets, no offense. Yes, yeah, but I get what you're trying to provide them with. Even though you're not gonna feel like celebrating, wouldn't it be a little bit easier to celebrate if you're sitting on a beach in a beta? I'm not saying go to a beta, but though so I'm saying it now, go to a beta
1: Well off the beta <laughs> Imagine! Yeah, I was watching Baz the trailer um, for, for that we've just played out there a little bit earlier this morning and that's you and your mum looking through basically caskets and, and coffins and wicker type coffins yeah. and and like, it's not an easy thing to do.
2: No, God no. Like, it depends. Like, there's two different positions. Like, I said it to someone else. Like, at the start of this, I said, "I hope this isn't really upsetting for you, Mum. You sure you, you sure you'll be okay making it?" And she was like, she kind of laughed, and she was like, "I'm going to be grand. It's you that's going to be upset." <laughs> and and she was she wasn't wrong. You know, like some of it is very. There's so many different things you can do. There's water cremation. You know, you get yourself made into jewellery. You can be cremated. You can be buried. Um, Where do you want your ashes spread? What music do you want? You know, um, and it's just I I felt like to have the conversation properly and go on this little bit of a journey because we ended up on it kind of of my mum bringing me back to where my grandmother's buried and where she went to school in Wicklow and, and we went on this little journey of I think things she wanted to kind of show
1: yeah.
2: me and it, I felt like a little part of the grieving process you kind of have to engage with it that's why it's so painful that's why it's so difficult to do Because and thank God my mum is in good health mm. she's great and you know we're not doing it for any other reason than just to have the conversation. I'm glad we had it. It was tough to make it yeah. a TV show, though, you know. But but it is a very important process, you know, and it is that kind of reality. It's funny for me, because I'm, like, I'm a 47-year-old man who runs my own family and business and everything else. But, you know, you put me around my mum, I'm 13 again, you know, that kind of yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely, um, yeah, of and course. It's always that kind of relationship of me always being cheeky and, and, and messing and, and all that. Um, but um, but but it was it was an interesting journey. It was, yeah. a, it was a, an amazing conversation to have with her. You know,
1: it's it's one of the kind of the the things in life, though. It, maybe often for the first time, um, you you have to kind of question your own, like, I suppose your own mortality. Like you're you're faced with, well, this is the inevitable it is going to happen someday, and and now I'm being asked to think about plans and what I might like and how I want um that ceremony to, to to be in what form or shape i i might like it to take and like i am you know I, I suppose i know myself having having lost my own dad baz that it's it's actually it often in many households it's never something that's discussed until i suppose you're faced with actually having to answer those kind of questions that you sort of explore with your with your mom and the piece
2: a hundred percent like I, I like i lost my dad um uh, years ago as well and i lost him very suddenly and um you know, I was angry for a long time because there was a lot of stuff I wanted to say. You know, there was a lot of stuff I wanted to chat about and, and have a fight about. Yeah. You know, and it just it, that opportunity was just taken. And and sometimes that's just life. Sometimes, you know, you, you, you're not so lucky to, you know, to get a heads up or to know when something like that is going to happen. But But just having the conversation. It opens up something else. And I think the fact that me and my mum kind of went away and we went on this little bit of a journey, that time together. See, my mum is, has a very different relationship with that. My mum is a nurse for 50 years, you know, and she worked, I'm not sure if it's PC anymore, but it was psychogeriatrics, you know, so it was, um, it was kind of um, elderly people yeah. at, the, at the last stage of their life. My mum held the hand of a, a lot of people who were, who were, um, who were, you know, dying and And her relationship with death is very, very Mm -hmm. different to mine. You know, she's very comfortable and uh, at peace with it. While I'm not, I'm still, you know, I'm still my mum's son. And, you know, I just I can't picture a world where where she wouldn't. Be in it, but I suppose by by starting to start this conversation with her, yeah, it's an inevitable, mm. you know, it's an inevitable thing that is without doubt going to happen, and that's that's just part of life, you know.
1: There's also kind of, there's also sorry, Baz, the, the other um, element of this too, where like particularly where it can happen very suddenly in in a household um, and to a family, where you know sometimes those that are left behind and family members might have very different ideas about what uh, the deceased oh, person yeah. wanted. And, and, oh
2: yeah, like, I think so for sure. Because like it, it's different with me. I'm an I'm a kind of only child of my mum, so there's only me. So um, uh, you know, it's very clear. But but sometimes people don't know. Like I like I was before I did this. I was I was unsure. Like I, I wouldn't, you know, I'd like to be cremated and you throw me somewhere and that happy days. I I, was, I just don't want to be buried ever. You know, like yeah. So you know, you start having these. You start realising things you really don't want. and Little things like, what's wrong with you like? Would you like a big bash? And my mum's like, no, God. And I was like, you wouldn't. I thought you'd love, because you're really popular and you've loads of mates and all. No, 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 little. You know, and you start having this conversation so you're very clear about what she would have liked. You know, and I think as as someone who's lost someone who they love, you'd like to give them the send-off they want. Someone put it very well. It's like kind of watching the end of a movie. The end of the movie is really important, isn't it? It's yeah. a crap movie the whole way through. But if the ending's really good, well, and kind of life is a little bit like that sometimes, you know, so you know, why, why shouldn't you have a big send-off? Why shouldn't you have a celebration? Like different countries, I've travelled enough to see the relationship with death in different countries and things like wakes, which in the past I would have been a bit, I'm not sure about it. Is it a bit old school? I actually think they're very therapeutic.
1: I have very... to, I was just going to bring up the wake actually, Baz, for, for two reasons. Because when you're on the point about talking to family, you know, um, in, in advance of, of somebody passing away, that's definitely something that I would have had a very, very, very different idea about. Because I remember, like, my, my dad used to always say he wanted, you know, an, an open house, whereas I Mm-hmm. If, I, if I had had my way, it would have been house private. Absolutely. But in Absolutely. the aftermath of it, I realised that actually I found the whole wake funeral process in, in incredibly helpful in terms of the grieving, in grieving process. And that's why I have, have so much sympathy for people during the pandemic that, that missed out on that well, opportunity is, uh, to we, grieve.
2: We, we, we made this documentary pre-pandemic. Like, this has been on the shelf for two years. But, you know, when we finished it, literally, we finished it in kind of like January time. Um, and then the pandemic hit around Paddy's Day, right? So, so this has been on the shelf for years because, because of that reason, like, mm. because, you know, so many people were losing people, you weren't able to have a funeral. You weren't able to give the send off to your loved ones that you wanted. And it's such an important thing. The same thing, what you're saying about awake, I kind of thought the same. But there's something. I was at a funeral recently. Um, uh, um, one of my best, my best mates, his dad, and I arrived early at, at the house, and the body was there. And I sat down with it, and you know, I found it very, very therapeutic. There's there's closure in it, you know, and yeah. even even for a family member to be sat in a room in, kind of in the company of it, you know, yeah. of that person well, and. You know, I think, I, I think it's incredibly more therapeutic than people give it
1: credit for, yeah, you know? Absolutely. A text in here from a listener, Baz, who says, I wish we had this very conversation with my dad before he passed away. When it came to it, we didn't have a clue what he would have liked. And I wish, I wish um, that we did have this conversation prior to it happening. Baz, will you stay with us if you don't mind? Because yeah. Colm Kieran is a funeral director and, and he's got in touch and he's on the program as well. Colm, you've been listening to Baz. um. On, on the topic, I suppose, really of discussing and talking to family members about funerals. Do, like, do you find that when you, when you speak to people, is the pre-planning of your funeral something that you too would encourage people to do?
0: Uh, absolutely, and Thanks for uh, welcoming me on to the show. What Baz is saying there, like, he's hitting on so, so many important points. But the most important point that he's talking about is the conversation. Learning about what people want because I have sat in front of families who want to make arrangements for their loved one, and they don't know what to, what they want. So what they do is they revert to tradition. So they go for what everybody else has done, and then sometimes there are families sitting in front of you, and they're actually having a little argument, and you can see the dynamics going on in the room about, well, I think Mammy would have liked that, and I don't think Mammy would have liked this. Whereas when you leave some very clear instructions for what you want, it reduces the stress on everybody that's that's dealing with this an already stressful time. And like we would have three very simple bits of advice for people. Learn about your options, talk with your family, and then write them down in a way that it's very clear mm. when that time comes what's going to
1: happen. Like, Baz, is, is that, I suppose, what you do in the documentary tonight?
2: Yeah, like, like you're talking about... Can, like I, I was trying to put myself like i like if you've never walked into um you know a, a funeral home where you where you buy coffins you walk into a room and you're surrounded with a selection of like a huge selection of different types of coffins like and how how do you even begin to I know. to guess what someone might want or you know maybe maybe you look at a wicker one and you think oh maybe she'd like wicker and then you know you think well the wicker is probably not the most expensive one does that Mean that we didn't love her as much as buying this one, or, or you know, yeah. y- Your head would just go into a spin. So it was really interesting to see my mum walk around, and you know, they'd love the oak ones. And my mum was like, "You're mad, no, you know." And I was like, what you not? Know, wouldn't like an oak <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, how do How would I? How would I know? I, know. If I Could have one. I'd. I'd have solid gold. <laughs> but this is the ego, the ego on me compared to my mum, you know. And it, we're, we're just different personalities, like you know. It, so so. It, i think the shock of of after losing someone i know like i, I my mum is is like everyone like n- 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 but my mum is um my mentor and uh w- and my best friend and like if i was if she, i was to lose her tomorrow and have to walk into um, a funeral i'd be lost
1: it's very hard be, to know where to i'd be lost you yeah, know where to, to start to
2: begin. but after doing this with her i i'm not i'm i'm kind of i know i know what she wants I'm very clear on what she wants. And, and you know, sometimes we don't share all of that into Doug because it's slightly personal. But yeah. it's the going through the process for me to know what she wants. You know? and, 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 and I... I, I yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, no, no. I was just going to to ask you that column as well. I suppose just for people. I mean, it's even sometimes the you know the, the the church or the parish. The people want to, you know, to have their their funeral mass or that in and and where people will be buried. I suppose too is often um, is often a real difficult conversation.
0: Yeah, and it's a, but it's a very important one. And I think when it comes to that time to be able to revert back to what somebody's wishes are, I think is the most. It's a gift. That you can that you can give to your family. So we like we're we're offering a service that's going to be launched nationwide, which is a pre-planning service because most people actually don't realise that you can pre-plan your funeral with your local funeral director. So our our service is called My Farewell Wishes, and it gives funeral directors the ability to give a structure to people around the country to be able to know what questions to ask. What do you want to be cremated? Do you want to be buried? Mm. Do you want to have a wake? Do you want to have, as somebody said said here uh, recently do you want to have a hooli after the wake? So do you want to have like a reception at a hotel they're all the things that people are now kind of starting to realise they can do
1: never an easy topic um, for sure to discuss with people and and particularly loved ones but Baz that is what you and your mum Nancy are doing tonight it's RTE what time is the show on?
2: 30 and RT1 i just say she's amazing in it she's I know Nancy has a huge, uh, huge fan absolutely she's brilliant in it yeah. um, I pretty much just blubbered the whole way through it so I, I <laughs> hope it goes out and then it's buried in the archives and I never see it again but but it, it's a really important conversation. Yeah, no, absolutely. It is, it's I think if you watch it, you, you'll get that maybe this is something you should do with the people that you care about.
1: Absolutely, you know? most definitely. Listen, Baz, thanks a million for your time today thanks on the programme. Yeah, no worries at all. Baz, of course, um Ashmawi there. That's with the documentary tonight with his mum, Nancy, and also too to Column Kieran, funeral director. Column, thanks a million for joining us on the programme today. Still to come, Sinead Ryan is going to be here to answer your questions about maternity benefit.